Hi, everyone, and welcome to Total Celebrity Show. I'm the host of the show, Neil Haley. You can go to my website, TotalTutor.net, for more information. Twitter, TotalTutor, Neil S. Haley, Facebook. LinkedIn, Neil Haley, Instagram, TotalTutor, Pinterest, Neil Haley, and Google Plus, and also on Periscope at TotalTutor. Monday starts the anniversary week, six years in radio, and I continue with all these awesome sports and celebrity stars, and, and I'm excited to welcome the program, NHL legend Bernie Nichols. Bernie, thanks for calling, and how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing fantastic. And uh, when you look at look back at your career, when you first started in hockey, did you think that you were going to attain what you were able to attain in, in the NHL? Oh, probably not. You know, I think uh, uh, you're just thrilled to death uh, to to have the opportunity to play in the NHL, and like every day is a bonus. And uh, you know. Uh, obviously, I, I felt I was gifted enough to create offense and and to be able to to generate goals and and assists and points. But uh, I probably at the end of the day didn't think I'd end up with uh, the numbers that I ended up with. So when you first put on skates, did 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 this come really easy to you? H- hockey when you first put on skates to play the sport, or was it your top thing you wanted to do when you started? Yeah, for sure. You know, I started skating when I was three years old, and uh, being Canadian, I think people think that most Canadians are born with skates on, which it, it's pretty close. Uh, and, and you know, you play hockey all day, every day. Even in the summertime, you're playing uh, ball hockey outside, and uh, so hockey, for the most part, for me, uh, it came uh, came pretty easy. So it came pretty easy. So. Did your family know that you were something special early if you were skating at three and then started playing organized hockey at a certain time? Did your family say, well, this guy's going to be really special? Uh, Did they have an idea early? Well, I think, you know, I think it's like anything. If if you're playing in a game, no matter if it's peewee, bantam, whatever league you're playing in, if, if you're kind of the better player on your team and then in that league, uh, then, you know, I, I, I would imagine your parents think, well, you know, you may have something special here. Uh, and every time you step up to a different level, uh, you're still the better player. And, uh, you know, and then you, you obviously get to the point where you're in junior hockey and the next step's the NHL. And I think at that stage is probably when my parents and, and probably myself realize that, you know what, I'm, you know, one of the better players in the league here. And, uh, the next step is NHL. You're going to get drafted, so uh, then you, you probably think that you got a good opportunity to make it by then. But early, you never know. You, you say that almost everyone, every boy has a dream of playing hockey early. And now we're even seeing girls, especially, uh, dream of playing hockey in Canada. It sounds like it just seems like it's just this is a perfect fit in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. I think you know when everybody thinks Canada, they think hockey, and uh, for every boy in Canada. Uh, or most, um, they all love to play. And, and you know, I, I see kids every day, they go out playing and, and you know, their dream is to play in the NHL. And, uh, you know, the, the problem is there's a lot of them that their dreams to be in the NHL, but you just, they just don't have the talent and chance are good they're not going to make it. But, I mean, uh, they're still playing and having fun and, and working hard. And, you know, it's okay to have dreams and it's okay to dream high. And, uh, but, you know, unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of kids that aren't going to make it. 
When I think about, Bernie, when you talk about the number of kids and the chances of making it in the NHL, I'm sure that ultimately it's not just your talent. There has to be the right people that are training you, the right people that you, you run into, and right place and right time in the sport, correct? Would you agree in a way? Well, no. Like for the most part, I think you can't teach talent. Uh, right. Either you have it or you don't. Uh, I think uh, you can add to it. You, you know, you can, uh, uh, you know, coaches. You can have coaches that can take you to another level. But I mean, uh, you you still have to be born with the gift of of whatever talent that you know you're trying out or trying to do. So um, I, I agree with the point that you you, you definitely can can have help. But I mean. Like I always said, either have it or you don't, and it's tough. You can't teach someone how to score goals. You can teach people how to work hard. You know, um, you can work hard. You can be a, a good checker. Uh, but I mean, to to be a natural goal scorer, you can't teach someone how to score goals. You can kind of give them ideas, but they they just can't see and have the vision that that the the goal scorers or the gifted players have. I got you. So, but the talent, um, I guess, uh, hard work gets you to one place, but talent right. will take you. You'll be discovered in top. some sort of way in hockey. That's right. I think it's different in other sports, Bernie. I, I think that that's good that still you guys are, are the best players are playing in the NHL. I wouldn't always say that's the same case in the NBA and, and NFL because of so much of a talent pool and people, you know, with their personal trainers or their specific people or the right connection or being discovered. I guess if you're one of the top superstars, it's the same rules in those other sports. But I guess in hockey, it's good to know, you know, the best talented players play in the NHL. And, and, and that, that's, that, that's tremendous. To say well, least. you know, what would you say? Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, you know, football, for example, or, or even basketball, you see your elite players, right? Like, uh, if you go basketball, for example, Magic Johnson, uh, how he's seen uh, the court. You know, a, a quarterback in football, you always say great players, Wayne Gretzky, you're great players. The, the you know, play slows down for them. You know, you can have a talented player that doesn't have vision, doesn't have uh, – you know, good hockey sense or good football sense or something. Uh, you can have a quarterback that has an arm that can throw, uh, you know, the length of the football field. But when he gets under center, when he goes back, he looks up and, and he sees, you know, 20 guys in black coming at him. Where a Peyton Manning, a, a Brady, uh, a great quarterback, they, they go back and it, it slows down for them, you know. They, they see the field, uh Great hockey players see the ice. They they see players. Right. It, the, the game slows down for them. And I know you know sports people have heard that before, where the play slows down for great athletes, great people that have great vision. And you know there's other people like I say that can have a tremendous amount of talent, but they they don't see the ice. They don't see the football field as well as uh, other players. So when you're talking about again the, the game slowing down for you. That's very interesting. Yes. You were able to slow it down. So you had that. When did you see that you were able to do that? That you had that ability. You were able to do that. Well, I think you know that's one of uh, the best, the better qualities that I had as a player. Uh, I, I had great vision. You know, I even go out with guys. Even when I was working with the Kings in uh, 2012, they're still great players that don't see the ice as good as others. 
You know, like right. that, that's right. absolutely a gift. And the same with basketball, you know, a, a sport like that where you, there's a lot of passing going on. Uh, you know, certain players, it slows down. They, they see they see better uh, where, like I say, I've seen great hockey players that guys are open and, and they don't see them. They don't they don't have the, the hockey sense uh, that there should be someone there and to get your head up and, and get looking or just see it out of the, the corner of your eye or something. So, uh, you know, fortunately I had that. Uh, I, I feel to this day when I go skating, I, you know, you see guys that uh, aren't nearly as gifted. It's like they got blinders on. They just see straight ahead. They don't know who's around them or anything. And it's funny sometimes, but, you know, you, you just notice the quality of players that have better vision. Very, very interesting. And it's that, that's where you, the vision is huge because you can't see that, that other player wide open so you can get the, the, right. the, the puck in the net and make that great that's pass. Right. And that's what's so yeah. great about hockey, Bernie, I would say. It's such an unselfish sport. You see sports where, honestly, I'm not knocking LeBron James, but you saw in the NBA Finals last year, he pretty much took the whole team himself on. Right. And there was not – you can't do that in hockey. You can have no. a game like that. But it's such a team sport that you guys really award assists more than basketball would ever. And by giving you points and really honoring the players that know how to pass the puck. Yeah, and and I always say that, um, you know, and I can only really go by hockey because that was my sport. But you, you see the great teams that they're so deep, you know, they're so close as as players. They they're not selfish. You know, they have just as much excitement uh, watching someone else score, uh, giving someone else a puck to score, whatever it takes to be successful. Uh, you know, that that's that's kind of the mentality that you would have. Uh, you you have to you have to share the wealth, so to speak. You have to have everybody playing at a, at a high level, but contributing, uh, helping out. Uh, you know, with a hockey player. If, if you're just kind of a puck hog or someone that, you know, like, and I'm not saying LeBron James is a ball hog or whatever, but, you know, no. they yeah. cover him. And then what? Who Who's he going to give the ball to? You know, he's got nobody. So in hockey, if you have that one great player that, you know, he does it all himself, well, you, you get a good good checker or two players, go check this guy, then the game's over. He's got no one to give the, the puck to, and, uh, and there's no chance of them being successful. All right, so basically uh, you started your uh, NHL career with what team did you start with? L.A. Kings, nine LA years. L.A. Kings, okay, yeah. nine years. And that's – so, Bernie, playing in L.A., especially yeah. when you talk about Canada compared to L.A., it's nothing yeah. like it, especially the franchise at that point didn't have – you know, it was before Gretzky – so right. I guess you got to say before Gretzky, how was uh, the L.A. Kings as a fan base compared to now? You know, it's unbelievable how crazy hockey is in L.A. But at that oh, time, yeah, yeah, like we there was wasn't San Jose, there wasn't Anaheim, uh, there was just the L.A. Kings. You know what? In fairness, to L.A. We when I first got there, and, and you got to remember, my hometown there may be seventy five people in my hometown. I came from maybe oh, the smallest. God town in Canada to the largest city in the U.S. I went to L.A. And, uh, you know, you got palm trees. Like, you know, I grew up skating on, on frozen ponds outside, uh, you know, and then you go and you got palm trees at 70 degrees. Uh, so obviously a bit of a culture shock, but uh, I've always said, uh, and, and like I said, L.A. had, we had 12,000 season 
dedicated, loyal uh, fans were awesome. Obviously, Gretz came, uh, and then you know it sold out. Right? It sold out to this day every night. L.A. has tremendous sports fans and and hockey fans. Uh, the L.A. Kings are sold out. They're sold out every game. They you know they have tremendous talent, obviously, but I mean. Still, uh, people pay a lot of money to go to hockey games, but we have great fans in L.A., and uh, they support it. Uh, But getting back to playing, you know, I've always said playing in warm weather. Uh, I I played in Edmonton in in Canada. I remember after a game, the guys would be starting their trucks from the rink uh, and letting it warm up for 20 minutes before you go outside. You know, after a game in L.A., it's 70 degrees. You go outside, it's beautiful. And it's better for your body. So, L.A. is a great place to play hockey. So, again, the story in L.A. is you saw the growth of that organization. How, how long, when you were drafted by the Kings and started playing for them, the franchise was not that old yet, was it? I, I'm not really familiar with the L.A. Kings history, the franchise. No, uh, I think, uh, I'm not sure when, when they started in the 70s, I think. So, they hadn't been around uh for that long uh and you know like i said coming from canada you, you get hockey night in canada every saturday night toronto yeah. police or montreal canadians honestly when when i got the call when i was drafted i had no idea la kings you know who's there uh i hardly ever seen them play or maybe i never seen them play so um but as a player you're just thrilled to death you get drafted doesn't matter where you go i think uh as a player when you get drafted, you hope that the team that drafted you isn't loaded in the position you play because obviously you want to be able to make the team. And for me, I was fortunate they had, you know, the great Marcel Dion. And, and after that, right. it was, uh, you know, there was an opportunity for me. So that worked out really well. Okay, so we um, basically, you're there um, with the Kings and the, process, the, 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 the team starts to get better and the crowds get bigger. And you did get the chance to play with Gretzky in L.A. then, correct? I did. I played with Wayne yeah. for a year and a half. So that is when the, the, the change of the uniforms and the change of the atmosphere of the Kings, right? Once they acquired Wayne, you're like, wow, we are going to be a, a great franchise. You already see yes. the opportunities of winning. Because before Wayne came, were you guys winning? We, uh, not really, Um uh, we've made the playoffs uh, most of the time. Uh, I think we've only advanced past the first round maybe once or twice. Uh, but other than that, uh, we were kind of middle-of-the-road kind of a team. Okay. Because, again, I'm I'm a hockey fan because the Penguins. I was a huge fan when Gretzky was acquired by the LA Kings. Because at that yeah. age, I thought, I said to myself, wow, you know, L.A., the, how they were making this team that you never thought could win in hockey, they acquired Gretzky, and, I mean, L.A. went on fire, but the whole the whole uh, United States was so, NHL fans were going crazy, getting acquiring his jersey once he went to L.A. What a change. You think he'd always be an Edmonton Oiler, you know, and then he, he became a king. And it just kind of just transformed hockey. I think that was one of the biggest moves to build the mainstream by bringing him to L.A. Oh, no question. You know, and, and the, the great thing about the L.A. fans is 
they got to see Wayne play a lot because he played in Edmonton. That was one of our rivalries. So uh, mm-hmm. they watched Wayne. And, uh, you know, the thing about Wayne being traded is Wayne's arguably the greatest hockey player to ever play the game. It's like Michael right. Jordan, uh, Babe Ruth, what, whatever sport you want to talk about. You wouldn't think that a Michael Jordan would get traded. You wouldn't think the greatest of them all would get traded. Well, it happened. And fortunately for us and, and fortunately for the L.A. Uh, fans, Wayne came to, to L.A. And, uh, you know, from then on, you get celebrities. It was the, the hot ticket in, in L.A. Right. Uh, you know, uh, got to come and watch the great one play. And uh, we got a lot of celebrities come out, a lot of, a lot of fans. The place is sold every night, the old forum. Uh, was awesome. So um, having Wayne come to LA was was great for hockey. I think it added, you know, two more teams in California. You get uh, San Jose, you get um, uh, Anaheim. So I think thanks to Wayne, uh, he put hockey on the map in, in the state of California. So Wayne's acquired, and you already were playing great. What what you you already had uh, broke uh, the team record, correct, and our goals before Wayne even was acquired, correct? I broke that record the year Wayne was there. Oh, well, Wayne was there. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm reading I'm reading Wikipedia. I apologize for that. Oh, uh, no problem. Messed up. No, no. Uh, so that's amazing. So how did Wayne make you better? I mean, and then we talk about well, your career again, phenomenal career, but what, what was it that putting Wayne with that team and how things well, I, and, and how, yeah. I, I think, you know, great players bring the best out of everybody as far as that goes, you know. Uh, right. Wayne and I were both centermen, so I didn't necessarily get to play with Wayne on the same line, per se, but I got to play with him a lot. We played power play together. We played, uh, we killed penalties together. Uh, but just having the opportunity to have Wayne there. Uh, obviously, Wayne's going to get probably the better check in line, uh, the better defensive centerman to, to check him. So it's going to open it up for me uh, being a second-line centerman. So uh, just having Wayne around is going to add so much. Um, but it, it's so exciting as a player to have the opportunity to play with him. You know, you want to go out and do your best for, for him every night as well, too. So uh, it makes it easy. All right. So it, it made it easy. And then to, to be able to do that, and then people are looking at you and say, holy cow, look at Bernie Nichols. He's just he's he's dominating as well as Wayne's dominating, and what a team this is becoming. And how far did you guys go that the one year before you got before you got traded from the Kings? Was it the best franchise year they did? Getting close. Well, to, they went farther the cup, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. a few years later, but um, that year we actually played Edmonton in the first round, and it was it was awesome because that's was the big rival. We just get traded Wayne, so obviously it was hard for Wayne going back into Edmonton, but uh, we're actually down three games to one and came back and beat them in seven games, and we won the seventh game in, in L.A. at the Forum, so uh, that was a really exciting year for everybody. All right, so how did you feel, and again, your career, you've done well, you were with the same team when you left the Kings to be traded. How did that? I mean, what was your thought process in that all when that happened? And then to well, New York, you're devastated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it doesn't matter where you go. Obviously, going to New York was great, but I mean, uh, getting traded for the first time absolutely sucks. Uh, yeah. I just actually bought a house uh, oh. in 
and I actually went to the owner. I went to Bruce McNall and, and said, look, because I just signed a, a big deal after I had my big year. And I said, you know, I, I want to uh, buy a house. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. He said, I'll never trade you. Three months later, I get traded. So uh, that didn't go over. But you ended up with the Rangers, so you got to, you got to play in the Garden as a home play, home team. And the, there's nothing like Madison Square Garden, is it, for hockey? No, that's uh, the places I've played, uh, going to New York uh, was amazing. Having the opportunity to play in Madison Square Gardens, New York, for the Rangers was great. Uh, so if you had to go anywhere, uh, New York was a pretty good place to go. Definitely. So you, you went to the furthest in your career with the Rangers then, right? Second round of the playoffs, correct? The furthest place? Well, I, I went to the semifinals uh, with Chicago twice, uh, Edmonton. After I get traded to New York, Edmonton, and, and New Jersey. So I've been to the semifinals four times. So that's But at that point, it was, it was same, about the same as the Kings. Meaning, so you were a lot of part of playoff hockey, but you never won a Stanley Cup. And how does right. that feel? And you, and, and you're, again, again, the Stanley Cup's what you guys dream about in Canada, that's right? That's right. Yeah. win the Cups. Yeah, you, you play. Uh, that's what you play for, having the opportunity uh, and, and not winning it. It was tough, you know. Uh, I was fortunate to to be uh, one of the coaches with LA when they won it in 2012. Uh, oh, I always said they're uh, it's second best. You know, it was amazing run having the opportunity, understanding what players were going through. Uh, but saying that, I couldn't imagine how great it would feel to be a player and win it. So after hockey, you ended up being a coach. Uh, What's going on with you right now? Are you still coaching at all, or have you uh, stopped coaching altogether? I've stopped coaching. Uh, I was with the Kings for a couple years. Uh, now I've uh, kind of ventured into a uh, another project. We got uh, – I don't know if you know who uh, uh, Zach Ward is. He's used to play uh, Scott Fargus uh, on the Christmas Story. Uh, yeah, he's coming on the later today. I'm excited about that. So Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're kind of working right now, uh, change the the California Constitution to create a, a whole new uh, economy in sports. Uh, so, uh, you know that, and, and by doing that, I think we can benefit a lot of people. Uh, I, I've been through a concussion thing right now, uh, you know, some charity stuff. So I think uh, if we can uh, do this, I think uh, we can benefit a lot, and uh, I think the people uh, will really enjoy it. So explain that the, a new a new economy in sports. What's that meaning? Explain the whole process. What would happen if this happened in California? Well, we're uh, we're you can go to uh, thesportsvote.com uh, and it, it will kind of explain everything what we're doing. And then, uh, who would you say now? Let's talk about your greatest moment with some of these teams. Let's first okay. go with the Kings. Well, you know. Uh, just playing the NHL is a thrill. Uh, I think my greatest moment as a king, uh, obviously scoring 70 goals uh, was as good as it gets. Playing with Wayne Gretzky, uh, you know, having the opportunity to play with Wayne. I only played with him for a year and a half. I, I, I said before, I can't imagine playing with him for 10 years. It would just, uh, it'd be, it'd be amazing. Playing with Wayne, and you talked about Wayne as making you better. But what about as a teammate in relationship, 
mentoring, teaching you the game more. Would was he that kind of a of a player as well as a leader in that way? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, Wayne's Wayne's skills are are second to none. Obviously, you know, uh, you can learn a lot from just watching Wayne. Wayne Wayne wasn't the uh, vocal leader. Uh, he kind of more of a leader on the ice. You know, kind of he he'd go work hard and. Uh, Every game, you know, you learn more from him. He wasn't the kind of rah-rah type in in the locker room yelling and screaming. He was just, he was quiet. You know, I think uh, other people would kind of lead that way. But Wayne just led by example. Uh, And most of your great players, that's the way they are. Definitely. Uh, And that's leading by example. Was he a quiet guy or was he really a vocal guy in the locker room? No, Wayne was quiet. You know, I always say to people, uh, there's not a bigger thrill. Like, Wayne would come over to me. I don't know what he did to anybody else, you know, just privately. We'd just be getting ready to go. He'd kind of just tap you on the knee pads or something and say, hey, we need you tonight. And it's like, wow, okay, I'm there, you know. So it was, it was really kind of cool. How about yourself? Were you vocal or quiet? Um, I could get vocal at times. Um you know, I think you try to hold everybody accountable uh, if you're not playing well. Uh, not necessarily. You never center anybody out, you know. Uh, you you kind of uh, make it collectively as a team. Uh, but I think the individuals know that, you know what, I can be better. Uh, so uh, I have no problem uh, being vocal that way. Gotcha, gotcha. Another great moment with let's kind of let's go with uh, I guess your, what was your greatest moment in hockey next to playing for Wayne? Um, you know, I think playing in Chicago, uh, playing in New York. I, I played with some great players, uh, Chris Chelios in in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I always said to play with one player my whole career, he would be one guy that you'd you'd love to play with. You know, just a, a great competitor. Uh, worked hard as anybody I've ever seen, uh, both on and off the ice. Um, so, you know, I think a lot of uh, great memories or, or whatever, it's just the opportunity to play with a lot of different people. You know, your teammates, uh, the opportunity uh, of, of meeting a lot of great people and, and, and having great teammates is, is uh, a lot of fun. Playing in front of, you know, Eighteen, twenty thousand people every night is is a thrill. Uh, you know that that's a lot of fun. Definitely. And uh, do you look to ever go back to coaching? Well, you know what? I absolutely love it. I I love helping kids. I I love being a part of it. Uh, I do a lot of hunting in the fall. Uh, we we guide. We uh, that's kind of a passion of mine. So it's very difficult to uh, to ask a, a team if I can just come from January <laughs> on. You know, it worked out so well because when uh, when I went with the Kings in 2012, when they won the first cup, uh, Daryl Sutter just got hired because they fired their coach, and I I played for Daryl a couple times. Uh, I asked him if I could come out and help. He said absolutely. So uh, that year, and then the year after that was the lockout year. So they didn't start again until January. So. Uh, 
the coaching for me worked out perfect. I got to coach half a year, both years. Wow, that's interesting. But you love hunting, so that's the hardest yeah. to give that up, right? It's just something that gives you peace, Bernie, for sure, with the yeah. the, 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 the normal the. The, the, the everyday grind of the NHL season, which can be very grinding, and such a such a long, long season. How do you want to be right. remembered, Bernie, in the NHL? What would you say? You know what? How do you want to be remembered? Well, I think if uh, I think people know that uh, I, I had I had so much fun uh, playing. I, I loved the game. I was passionate towards the game. I think if people just think, you know what? It was a guy that he he worked hard. He had fun at what he did. Uh, but he competed as hard as anybody every night. And, you know, uh, if if they think of me that way, then that's kind of the way I would, would like to have it. And how do you want the NHL game to continue, especially when we saw last year with lack of scoring? Do you want the NHL to be when you play where it was more wide open, or what is your favorite style of hockey? Well, you know what? I think the way hockey's going is great. Uh, kids now, they're, they're so big and strong and, and fast. Um, scoring, scoring's hard. You know, goaltenders nowadays are so good. Um, you know, because, goal, because the scoring's down, you know, that, that's all right. That, that's part of the game. Don't, don't change the nets or make the goalie's equipment smaller. Make it tough to score. It should be tough to score. So uh, I like what they're doing. They, they added three on three in overtime. They get shootouts. It's, it's fun. But there's nothing better than, than a playoff hockey game, even if it's 2-1 or, or 3-2. You know, most playoff games are, are low scoring anyway. So to have it, uh, to try to add scoring in the regular season, it, it shouldn't matter. Leave it the way it is. It should be hard to score. Uh, there's still a lot of talented players out there, but uh, goaltenders are just so good right now, and, and, and so be it. Uh, it. It should be hard to score, and, and, and that's fine. All right. Well, great. Is there a best place to find information? You talked about uh, what you're what you're doing with the new sports economy. Is there any, is that what, what website can you get for information on that? Yeah, they can go to uh, thesportsvote.com and they can get all the information. I, I appreciate you you plugging that for me. Oh, you're welcome. And I look forward to talking to Zach today and find out how yeah. you guys connected. When you first met him, thinking about the Christmas story, that you probably thought that was really cool, right? I'm sure you grew That's up right. watching that yeah. movie as well. That's right. I mean, when I heard about that, I said, oh, my gosh, the stories are going back to that movie. And to know that you played in that movie, Zach did, and every day, forever, it'll be playing for probably – as oh, long yeah. as there's television, that's right. <laughs> it's, every, it's on. It's on at everybody's house during Christmas. Everybody's yeah. house. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, so cool. All right, well, it's cool, Bernie. But I guess especially if you're ever in LA, you're gonna, you never know who you run into in LA because there's actors walking, running around everywhere. Right? It's pretty much that's uh, right. That's you, it. You don't know who's the next person you're gonna be. Well, best yeah. of luck. Do you have a website at all, Bernie, or anything for you? Well, I I'm at uh, Bernie Nichols nine on Twitter or Facebook, so uh, you can get me get me there. All right. Well, Bernie, thanks again. I appreciate you taking the time, and best of luck to you. You got it. Thank you. All right. Take care. All Bye right. Now. Okay, guys.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.